you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. This is episode 22 and I am Oliver Banks. This week on the show, I am joined by Poppy Mickelborough. Poppy is the Director of Events at Retail Week and currently is head down with the final stages of planning for Retail Week Live, which is a massive UK event and is going to be just in a couple of days after this episode comes out. So that is the 27th and 28th of March 2019. And today I'm going to be able to give you a little bit of a sneak preview of some of the really cool things that are happening at Retail Week Live 2019. So if you're listening before the 27th of March and you've not already registered for Retail Week Live, make sure you at least go and check it out and have a little consider because it does sound really amazing. And if you're listening after Retail Week Live has already happened, then I'm afraid you've missed your chance. But there's a great opportunity to learn about some of the amazing things happening. And actually, I dive into some of the lessons that retailers and retail operations can learn from the world of events. So here is my conversation with Poppy Mickelborough. So today I am glad to be joining Poppy Mickelborough. Poppy, welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. Hi Oliver, thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming on. Now today we're diving into one of the really big highlights of the retail calendar in the UK, Retail Week Live which is just around the corner. How excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm excited. I'm uh, tired. It's it's the big build-up. So, um, so yeah, it's really exciting. I think the event is kind of being taken to a, a new level this year, which we will we'll talk about. But it's really exciting. I love Retail Week Live. It's such a, I think, a great place for the industry to come take two days out of what is kind of crazy, crazy industry and crazy time to, to be in retail. Just to, I think, take stock come together, benchmark against each other and inspire. And I, I'm really hoping that this year the, the programme and the other things we've got going on will, will be incredibly valuable for those planning to, to come along. Super. I mean, it's, it's a really important time to take some time out. You, you know, there is so much going on. The year already, I can't believe how many massive news stories there have been, whether it's about Sainsbury's and Asda, whether it's about Ocado and M&S. There's just so much going on in the world of retail. But why is it important to to come out, to take some time out and think about things in a slightly different way? I think sometimes in the office and when you're with your your same teams, the same people kind of day in, day out, it can be really hard to, I guess, kind of take your head out of that and to, to think differently. I think the biggest thing actually with, with live that we get pushed back on and rather than having to, to spend money to come is, is actually the, the time out the office. And actually, I think two days out of the office is incredibly valuable and it can it can be so easily justified because you're coming to be inspired from from some of the speakers coming I think to to benchmark against others see what others are are doing doing in in the space in the areas that that you're struggling with and um, I think actually it's a really great opportunity as a as an industry to come together to to collaborate to come up with new ideas 
for me, actually, something I heard the other day or that I thought kind of really reflected this was we had the Retail Week Awards last last week. Uh, and Dave Lewis of Tesco was up for the Retail Activist Award, which was to celebrate leaders uh, really doing something good for either society, for the environment. And he was talking about all the, the work that Tesco were doing with food waste. And he made a bit of a plea to the industry, which was that when they come up with innovations and ideas on non-competitive areas such as uh, sustainability, that he wants people to share those ideas, to collaborate and to come together and create new partnerships. And I think places like Live are really important for, for stuff like that. I think you can end up having conversations which you didn't think you'd necessarily have, you wouldn't have if you'd spent the two days in the office, which can then drive your business forward, can drive the industry forward. So yeah, that's why I think it's really important for people to, to come to events such as Live. Well, it's a really good point that actually and in terms of that opportunity to collaborate and to network with so many other like-minded individuals and with a similar background as well of course it's a great great chance so the event is on the 27th and 28th of march so just after this podcast comes out live so if you're listening a bit later than that then i'm afraid you've missed it but if you're not then it's worthwhile really seriously considering this event so you hinted that you're doing things slightly differently this year. Tell me a bit more what to look out for at Retail Week Live 2019. Absolutely. So for me, I hate the idea, uh, so as an event director, I hate the idea of anyone having an image of Retail Week Live as what I kind of call a boring conference. So just thinking it's a sea of grey suits, everyone just kind of milling about not having a great time. I think part of coming to an event, again, if you're going to invest the time and the money, as well as have a learning experience, uh, is to also have a really fun experience as well. I guess picking up more on the, the learning side and the speaker side in terms of what we're doing different. For the first time ever in Retail Week Live's history, we have got a fabulous woman opening the event. So Judith McKenna of Walmart is taking to the stage to be the opening keynote. She is going to talk a ton around Walmart's business, their plans. I'm sure she's obviously going to touch on the Sainsbury's Asda plans. But we are absolutely delighted that, that she's coming over to, to open the event. Last year, we were quite rightly pulled up on the fact that the majority of our speaker faculty was men. And so this year, um, Hannah Tovey, the programme director, has done an absolutely phenomenal job. And 50% of our speakers this year are uh, women. And she's got an incredible roster of, of speakers. So obviously, Judith. She's got um, Holly Tucker, um, of founder of Not on the High Street, Nicola Mendelssohn of Facebook, just to, to kind of name a few of them. And as well as kind of, I guess there's, I think there's five stages, all the content going on, 170 speakers. There's a few other things I think people should look to take some time. So one is, I think in, in the crazy world that we currently live in, it's taking a little bit of time. Health and well-being is uh, really important. So on day two, we are running a wellness workshop. And the point of that is, is twofold. One is for, for the individuals that go just to take a bit of time to themselves. But it's also to highlight how easy it is to include some really simple tips and, and things into people's businesses for, for their employees so that they can also take some time for, for their own uh, well-being as well. Great. Yeah, we're really excited about that. I think uh, that kind of came out as one of the kind of really big issues facing retail leadership was around their their staff and their colleagues mental health and, and well-being so we've done that and actually we've also got one of our keynotes uh, is psychiatrist 
of psychologist um should know that off the top of my head but someone again coming solely to talk about um wellness and um mental health as well so uh, really kind of one of the the big themes coming through yeah i think that's really important for retailers and and those in the retail industry yeah at this moment in time you know there's been so much going on and it's easy to focus on on the doing rather than on the being so to speak yeah that's going to be an exciting one for people just to do something a bit differently for themselves to look after themselves so they can be at their best absolutely as they take on the challenges of today yeah Absolutely. And I think to your kind of earlier question about why is it important to attend events such as this, I think, you know, we wanted to make sure we were were covering that and actually doing some more practical lessons on, on health and well-being. Because actually, again, if, if you sort of spent next Wednesday and Thursday in the office, you probably wouldn't have taken 20 minutes to learn about how to improve your, your well-being. Um, you know, I think they're going to do some tips on kind of meditation. Almost guaranteed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's it's hopefully going to be a, a really great session. But I think just just going back to your question on kind of what to expect and what's new and my kind of obsession with it not being a boring conference, there's another couple of fun things that we've put in. So this year we are launching the arcade. So again, if you just kind of want to to take uh, 15, 20 minutes, we've got an area of just really experiential, fun things to do. Everything from being able to get your nails done, get your hair cut, have a shave, shoe shiners. We've got a VR experience in there. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be quite fun. And again, all kind of stuff that I think is slightly related to retail. So uh, it doesn't feel kind of too slightly wacky and out there, but but again, if you sit back to back in conference sessions, you end up not taking it all in. You know, it's very important to maybe kind of just go and take 20 minutes and do something a little bit different, clear your mind, not have to think too hard. So we've got the arcade going on for, for both the days and then we've got live late on the first night. So I believe a really important part of coming to the events is, is talking to people, I guess the, the buzzword of networking. But sometimes it can feel a little bit forced. So Live Late is an opportunity to, I guess, kind of kick back, relax, have have some beer and some wine um, and hopefully kind of chat and meet with new people that you hadn't met before. And for some of our retailers coming along, part of Live Late is that we are taking two groups of people up at uh, the O2. So they're off to climb the O2. Um, which I'm sure once they come back, they will need a, a beer or a wine to, to overcome that. So yeah, there's two groups of retailers going up from Day. <laughs> Maybe beforehand as well. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Maybe not so good for health and safety. So yeah, so it's some really different fun things going on. Super. So, I mean, there's there's a lot going on actually, isn't there? It's a, it's a big conference. Out of all the different things, what is it you're looking forward to the most yourself? So the thing I'm most looking forward to, uh, actually, I've got two things. So my first thing is last year, we trialed something a little bit different. Weren't sure how, how it was going to go, but I think you've got to do these things, which was we had a secret speaker. She last year was a lady called Shonzo Lee, who was a North Korean um, defector. She basically talked about her journey that she had been on uh, defecting out of North Korea. And I think what it did was it really put kind of everything into perspective. Retail last year and also obviously this year as well uh, is going through a really tumultuous, challenging time. But I think what uh, Shonzo Lee did was was kind of get the uh, leaders in the room just to take a minute, take a step back and think, do you know what? Everything is is achievable. We can overcome things. This, this lady had defected out of North Korea, had been captured, taken back. She had just an incredible story. And it was the, one of the first times in a conference I'd ever heard such silence she had a 
a really quiet voice, but she absolutely had the whole had the whole audience in in the palm of her hand. Her story was fascinating, and so this year we uh, want to do something similar. And we've actually got two secret speakers. We've got one on each day. I'm not going to give anything away, but again, they've both got great stories and are doing some great things in their own right. I'm really hoping again it will just put a different perspective on some of the challenges and some of the areas that the industry is is currently focusing on. So I'm really looking forward to to those and 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 hoping they go down as well. That sounds totally awesome. The, I love the idea of a secret speaker that, as you say, can give that different perspective. It can give you a different mindset, a different way of thinking, a different way of approaching things. And that could be totally worth the two-day investment just by itself, in my opinion. Absolutely. So we did, uh, we obviously do some feedback after to work out how we can improve the event, kind of what people enjoyed. And you know, I would I would sort of say 70% of the people sort of fed back that Sean Lee was the best thing that they'd seen at the event that wow. you know that they'd they'd heard from because again it's just it was quite unexpected I don't think they had it they obviously couldn't have any preconceived ideas in terms of what they were going to learn what they were going to hear about and so I think because it was a complete surprise I think it that's why people kind of paid more attention I think sometimes if you go having read what you think the session's going to deliver for you maybe have preconceived ideas of what the speaker is like you might you can be that person that sits on their phone just reading emails being on twitter whatever that might be whereas i think when you have no idea you're a little bit more intrigued so you give it all of your attention and as long as it's interesting enough then they will retain that attention of the the people and i think that can be really beneficial fab and you say there are two secret speakers this year as well so lots to learn absolutely and then do you can i tell you my other thing i'm most looking forward to you certainly can fab so i'm also looking forward to our closing keynote which is Nick Beaton um, of ASOS. So Nick very, very rarely speaks at industry events. And we've worked with Nick quite a lot recently. He's a judge at Retail Week Awards. And having spoken to him and, and listening what he's doing at ASOS, the kind of company culture, the different things they're doing in terms of kind of sustainability goals, I'm really excited for him to kind of share a little bit more about all of that because I don't necessarily think it's always so kind of out in the open. And I think what's really interesting about ASOS is obviously they've had um, an incredible journey. But actually, I think in the last year or so, we've also seen that they're not so immune, I guess, from uh, the retail challenges that everyone else is is facing. They've obviously had a, a profit warning, that kind of thing. So I think it will be really interesting to to hear from Nick in, in terms of kind of how he's seeing the, the industry, where they're kind of focusing. But also, more importantly, he's really keen to kind of share about the, the kind of company culture and then what ASOS are doing in terms of their kind of environmental and, and sustainability goals. So I'm, I'm really looking forward for, for kind of Nick to, to take to the main stage. And he's going to be interviewed by um, RND, Chris Brooke Carter. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like those couple of big events and the secret speakers and that, that closing keynote are going to be great opportunities to, to learn and hear a lot of different perspectives as well. I hope so, yeah. So I'd like to shift direction slightly as we as we're talking yeah and I'd like to hear a bit more about your experience as you begin to as you begin to plan or not not begin to plan but (laughs) (laughs) but what is it that you can take from retail as you start to plan the event and vice versa what can retail take from event planning yeah really really interesting and uh great question actually I do look at retail quite a lot when it when it comes to events and I think as retail are kind of having to fight quite hard to get the customer's attention, try and create new experiences and, and different things for their customers to enjoy. So obviously we're seeing 
a ton of partnerships forming in, in terms of kind of experiential offerings inside stores. We are wanting to do the same. So if I've mentioned earlier, the arcade, all of that has kind of come from seeing kind of what retail are doing and bringing different things. I don't, I don't want people to leave Retail Week Live thinking that is nice to have. I want it to be a really great experience and them to tell their colleagues, you know, we had this absolutely fabulous few days. We all need to to go again next year. I want I want there to always be kind of new, exciting um, and different things and, and slightly some of the unexpected. I think the other thing is that it is a really crowded marketplace, just as retail is. There's tons of events out there. When I speak to chief execs and, and other C-level people about events and I, I've I've had 10 emails this morning about 10 different events so Whoa. <laughs> I know there it's a really crowded marketplace but just as retail is so again I think we need to do our bit to stand up from the crowd and actually deliver on what we promise so you know we we promise that it's a great place to be inspired to learn to benchmark against your competitors and also for a bit of time for for reflection but also the greatest thing which I think events do which if you don't come you you don't get which is connecting to other people so you might end up in the coffee queue uh, talking to a fabulous leader talking to a great technology supplier that can potentially help with your challenges and so for, for us we work incredibly hard to make sure we deliver on that promise so that Retail Week Live is is the one email out of the 10 you get that morning that you want to open and, and that you think that you want to to action so that's kind of what I take and and uh, my lessons because I think there's nothing worse than as a customer if you buy something online or you see something that has has a has offered you something and, and when you get there you're slightly disappointed there's nothing worse than that and and actually you're more likely to tell people you know I, I wouldn't go and do that I was I was really disappointed and I never want anyone to to leave Retail Week Live or any of the events we put on thinking well oh, that was average you know, I think I think I want them to walk away having had a had a great time. So adding that wow factor. Absolutely. And and I think just delivering on what we say we're we're going to do, I think that's that's really critical. Absolutely. And I want to just touch back on something you said there around what happens at Retail Week Live, which is a lot of that community building. You know, you you gave the example of standing in the coffee queue. Yeah. What is it that retail can take to help build communities in their stores, in in their brand and, and around their brand? So I think a lot are, are dabbling with it and, and trying, but I, th- I think there's a lot that, that retail can do. And I think it needs to end, they need to end up being stores and, and retailers need to be more than just a place where you can, you can buy things. So a place where you can gather information on whatever it might be. Wiggle, for example, you know, if you're an avid cycler, how, how do they start to create a community where people can share great cycle paths or they can share kind of their favorite nutrition? I guess the complete other end of the the spectrum uh, is companies like Mamas and Papas. How do you start to share with new expectant parents? You know, what are the things that that you need to to expect? What what are kind of some of the hints and tricks that other new parents have have, have received? So I think it's it's really important for for retailers to to start kind of actually leveraging that customer base to for them to share with each other whether or not that's in store and and they host kind of meetups and events where uh, people can can come and share these whether or not it online blogs things like that and and actually I think social media is a is a really great example of of where these retailers can can kind of start to create these communities without necessarily having to pull people together you know they can post an initial idea and I always see a lot of their followers their customers 
talking a little bit more on it. But I do think retailers need to be smarter at, at kind of bringing their customers together. They've already got fan bases. Why not? Why not use them a lot better? Them. I just think they should utilize them a lot smarter by getting them to share their thoughts, their ideas, and then hopefully other people will um, hear from them. Because I think we've seen recently just how much reviews are, are influencing people's buying decisions. People definitely want to to kind of hear what's going on. And I guess a, a really personal experience, and this might sound a bit crazy, but I have uh, really curly hair, which I am an avid straightener of, but I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about having curly hair, but I'm, I'm reading tons of blog posts and Instagram posts on the best products and the best things to use. And I will far more trust someone that I can relate to than just say if Boots put out an advert on use this curly hair product. So, um, you know, I think it's it's all about using your advocates and, and that's how retailers can can create their communities. Very cool. That's exciting. And it's again, it's another interesting perspective that I'm sure you can learn as you come to the event and you see about all these different elements. You can begin to think about how you could transform that into your retail operation. Yeah. So Poppy, this has been really great. I'm really excited about Retail Week Live and I hope our listeners are as well. Good. So just tell me, if I'm not already registered, it sounds like a great event. What should I do? Uh, so you need to go on our website, which is live.retail-week.com. And literally, you just need to click the button that says, I want to attend. Give us a few of your details and you'll pretty much be uh, registered. So this year, the other thing we did was we limited the number of non-retailer passes that, that people could buy uh, based on feedback from last year, where kind of some of the retail leadership said it was harder to find their peers. So we've reduced that. So we've only got, I think it's five of those tickets remaining. And on the retail side, we've got about just shy of 50 retail tickets remaining before we are to capacity. So definitely get on there quickly. Yeah, not many to go. So if you've not already registered for Retail Week Live, you've heard there's some amazing stuff there. So do make sure you go to that website. So that's live.retail-week.com. That's right. Yeah, it's correct. Yeah. Super. Make sure you go and register. And if you are attending if you've already got that ticket congratulations you're going to have an amazing time and i hope to catch you there me too poppy this has been brilliant thank you so much thank you for having me on oliver and being able to share the exciting event i'm really really looking forward to it i can tell it's well i think everyone should be looking forward to it it sounds like it's going to be great and good luck in the final few days of planning thank you see you there bye So Retail Week Live is just a couple of days if you are listening as this podcast comes out. So it's on the 27th and 28th of March 2019. So if that's in the past, then I'm sorry, but I hope you still managed to learn something from this episode. I really liked how Poppy was explaining some of the elements that retail can pull around community building, pull from events. You can pick up the show notes page from today at obandco.uk slash 22. And if you are listening and you are planning on being at Retail Week Live, do let me know. And I hope that we can catch up, maybe grab a coffee or a beer together and let me know that you're listening to this show. So we're going to wrap it up there. If you want to check out those tickets, that website again, live.retail-week.com. Or you can get that link from the show notes page. That's obandco.uk slash 22. 
So thank you for joining me once again. I always appreciate your company and I look forward to catching up with you soon, maybe at Retail Week Live. Let me know if you're going. Have a great week.